morning and welcome to the Jesuit Institute Hour here on Radio Veritas. My name's Francis Correa and I'm going to be with you for the rest of this morning. Today we're going to be looking broadly at two slightly different topics. We're going to be looking at this month's prayer intention by Pope Francis. And for those of you who haven't yet discovered these wonderful short little videos, they're free, they're on YouTube. You just Google YouTube Pope Francis prayer intention for February 2017 and you'll hear the Pope speaking to you from his own heart about what he's asking the world to pray with him about. And then a little bit later in the show, we're going to be chatting to Father Anthony Egan, who we often hear on this show, but today we're going to be talking to Anthony about the book that he has written for Lent this year. And so we're we're hoping to have a little bit of time with Anthony in which we explore what, um, what he was writing about and how it may help us to deepen our friendship with God. So to begin with, I'm going to actually play some of the music that's the background music to the little Pope videos, and I'm going to give you just a chance to hear, unfortunately you have to hear my voice, um, hear what Pope Francis is inviting us to be praying about this February. In this month's prayer intention, Pope Francis says the following. We live in cities that throw up skyscrapers and shopping centers and strike big real estate deals. But they abandon a part of themselves to marginal settlements on the periphery. The result of the situation is that great selections and sections of the population are excluded and marginalized. They are without a job, without options, without a way out. This February, Pope Francis says to each of us, do not abandon them. Pray with me for all who are afflicted, especially the poor refugees who are marginalized, may find welcome and comfort in our communities. So you're listening to the Jesuit Institute I here on Radio Veritas and this morning we're going to be chatting with Father Rampe a little bit about Pope Francis's intentions for this month where he's praying for asking us to pray for all those who are afflicted especially the poor and marginalized. Good morning Father Rampe. Good morning Francis. And how, well, how are you this morning? Very well thanks and how are you? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. Nice chatting to you again. Excellent, yes. So, just as you kind of as you kind of look at this, the question that immediately rises to my mind is is what is the Pope really asking of us when he's asking us to to be thinking about the poor and afflicted and praying with them? I think uh, what the Pope is actually doing before we get to the question of asking, what he is doing is he is trying somehow to encourage us to implement the principles of the Catholic social teaching. Uh-huh. And uh, you look at this, uh, the intention of, of uh, February. Yeah. And uh, basically, he's, he's one of the principles, the solidarity, you know. Uh, he's talking of, I mean, he's 
invoking solidarity for us to be in solidarity with those who are marginalized, those who are going through difficult times. And, uh, and, and the video itself, you know, it, it's about not, uh, it's not, not, not uh, letting them continue to suffer on their own. Mm. We should show them some sympathy, some empathy. And where does that uh, come from? Mm-hmm. It comes from another principle, from another principle of the uh, social teaching of the church, which is human dignity. These are human beings created in the image of God and with human dignity. And we need to be in solidarity with them and protect that dignity that comes with their creation. So he is uh, invoking us and asking us, I think fundamentally, to really, really pay attention to these principles of the teaching of the church and to implement them. Hmm. So you're talking there about solidarity and solidarity that's based on a on a on a an earlier principle, which is the principle of a common human dignity. Yeah. And just and, and just to maybe tease out for us as, as as Catholics, as Christians, you know, this is the teaching of the church. The kind of weight we should be giving to this teaching this is this is this is at the heart of what it is to be Christian, right? Yes, this is not indeed. peripheral. Um, this is not peripheral to our Christian to our Christian faith. Yeah, no, it, it's it's true. Uh, it's you know, and, and I think what is also important this teaching of the church, it also has its roots on on on, on scripture. You know, it, it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like. Some uh, uh, philosophical or theological uh, uh, concepts, which uh, which the, the the fathers of the church came up with, it is it is something which really is drawn and rooted in scripture, and so uh, the church is trying to help us to lead scripture by giving us these principles as the kind of a guideline. I mean, for example, if you take the whole question of human dignity, the principle of human dignity, you look at Genesis, in the Genesis, God created us in his own image. You look at Deuteronomy, God loves the orphan, the widow, and the stranger, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's somehow rooted in Scripture as well. It's not like, you know, the fathers of the church came up with these wonderful ideas and said, oh, it would be good for for us as a church to, to do this, you know. It's something which is really rooted in Scripture. Mm-hmm. So there's a sense of this is core to what it is to be Christian. It's rooted in Scripture. And then the Pope is really asking us, I think, isn't he? He's and and if you look at the little video, I mean, it's it's kind of it's quite a it's quite a a picture says a thousand words. It's quite a graphic image of a homeless person. And initially, there's a <coughs> sense that no one sees him, and and then the community sees him. Exactly. Um, you know, and then it, it, that's 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 another. <laughs> you could look at it another, from another perspective, uh, uh, another principle of, of of the of the of the teaching of the church, which is community and and and, and the common good, the whole concept of of the common good. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this culture of indifference, basically, it's not acceptable. Mm. We cannot be in indifferent in a situation of suffering, in a situation of injustice. So. <clears throat> We need to be in solidarity with those people and give them support. And 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 that that video that video clip, uh, you know, just one minute, and the message is really uh, powerful. There, and you see 
those people from if what appears to be different social backgrounds and economic backgrounds coming together and supporting that guy. And I think that's that's basically the summary of 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 of, of, uh, of this uh, principle of the common good, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the community coming together for the well-being of each and everyone around us, and uh, uh, especially the marginalised, and making sure that we do our bit, you know. Uh, According to our, our 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 capacity to support those who are who are marginalised, and and that's that's what uh, common good is all about. And like I say, that's also rooted in scripture. You know, mm. am I am I my neighbour's keeper? You know, uh, for example, if you look at uh, Genesis, uh, Genesis, uh, the whole question of being a neighbour's keeper, Leviticus as well, Leviticus twenty-five, twenty-three to forty-three, what 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 I own belongs to God and is mm. for the good of all. Mm. You know, so it, it, it's that whole notion of the common good. So, whatever I have, whatever resources I have, they may be mine legally speaking, but I got them from God, and it's meant for the common good. Mm. And that's you know? that's really a. I mean, as you're saying that, I was thinking it's really a, a kind of a deep challenge to 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 some of our. Um, cultural ideas around capitalism, around ownership, around uh, you know, I've earned this, therefore it's mine, I can do with it what I like, the kind of sense of I am the master of my own fate. And this whole yeah. thrust of Catholic social teaching is, is really to say, well, I, that's not actually a true, that's not actually true. Yes, definitely. Uh, it's not. And I think, I think, uh, I mean, I think just Pope Benedict, uh, it also touches on the question of, 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 of rights. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I think uh, Pope uh, Benedict XVI, in his last address to the uh, United Nations General Assembly, he, 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 he spoke a little bit uh, about the, the notion of human rights and saying that, you know, uh, uh, human rights, it's not, it's not a legal concept. Human rights—it's it's, it's a theological concept, and and I think he was referring to this whole thing, to this principle of of of, of human dignity, of, of the common good. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about human rights, we shouldn't look at it from a, a legal perspective, but we should look at it from a theological and a moral perspective, because that's what that's what they are—the human rights. They're, they're not it, 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 document of human rights. It's not a legal document. A theological and a moral document, and and thus, so we need we need to to be aware of that. It, it's about human dignity. It's about common good. It's about all these principles which are rooted in scripture. Mm. Right. So this is this is all kind of helping us just get a framework of Catholic social teaching. So I just if we could just we've kind of talked about now four principles of Catholic social teaching this morning. Just let me see that I've got them all. We've talked about solidarity, that sense of oneness with others, which is rooted in a a, a sense of um, universal human dignity. We've talked about the common good, and then I've forgotten the last one. Rampe, help me out here. Um, it is the, the common, the common, it was human, solidarity, human dignity, common good, and a community, yes. community coming together for the common good of others, and and then now the question of human rights that I mentioned, the question of human rights being uh, a moral and and 
theological concept as opposed to a legal concept. Uh, concept. Yeah. And, uh, and there's something quite important about that distinction between le- legal concepts and moral, ethical, theological concepts, isn't there? In the way that we internalize them. So, so yes. when I think about internalizing a legal concept, I do so out of fear of breaking the law. Yes. But where, where, yeah. Um, whereas with a moral or a theological concept, just tease that out for us a little bit. Well, look, with, with as you rightly said, you know, with, with the legal concept, it, it's it's about the law. It's it's about doing what is required of me from uh, by the authorities. The but when we look at the, the theological or the moral uh, uh, concept or side of things, it's it's beyond the legal, uh, the fear of being punished if I don't do it by the secular uh, uh, authorities. Mm-hmm. It's about the conviction in me as, as a believer that I am doing the right thing and this is what is required of me by my conviction as, as, as a believer, as a, as a follower of Christ. Uh, so my faith informs me. So it's a value that I, I have embraced from my faith, which teaches me that this is the right thing to do. Not because I'm afraid that I will be punished if I don't do it, but because I'm convinced that as a believer, this is what I should do. And... Uh, this is what is required of me as a, as a person who claims to be a Christian, who claims to believe in God, and who claims to reflect the love of Christ, the love of God for his people. Mm. Uh, so the kind of very strong call to to activity in the world and to mission uh, coming out of that sense of human rights, of human dignity, and working for the common good. Yeah. yeah. Just... And, and I think one other challenging thing that uh, Pope Francis says, that not necessarily in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, video clip for this month, but I think what he has in many other talks that he has given, the whole notion of, of how God answers prayers. We were saying we, we quite often pray for the wrong things that are going on in our lives, and yet we do nothing about them. And then he said, you know, you pray for the hungry, and then you go and feed the hungry, and that's how God answers prayers. You know, so it's a challenge to us that, you know, in, the, in that solidarity, we yes, we pray for all these injustices that are going on or the things that are going wrong, but uh, for the prayers to be answered, we have to stand up and, and try and, and do something about it. Mm. And that's how God answers the prayers. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what uh, Pope Francis is saying to us. Yeah, so so I think that's in brief what I what I, what I would have to to share uh, on this uh, video and uh, intentions for February. Thank you very much. It's very helpful. I think we've got a a nice chunk of Catholic social teaching out of it. We've got a sense of something that that I love what you just said. The last, but you just said about the it, it's it's no good. The the prayer is um, the prayer is almost the springboard to action. That the invitation to prayer is also the invitation to action. Yes. And, and that the idea that prayer is, is somehow activityless, that that's not what Pope Francis is getting at. And it's really clear in the, in the video itself. I mean, the moment of, of awareness is followed by a moment of action. 
Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And and so it's it, it's a challenge for us to 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 put our faith into action, to put what we claim to believe in into action. Mm. Well, Father Rampeth, thank you so much for sharing with us this morning. This was very helpful, and hopefully we will chat to you again soon. Thank you very much, Francis. It's always a pleasure chatting to you and uh, uh, about these issues. And uh, I wish you well in your work and God's blessings. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Bye. So that was Father Rampe Klopo, and uh, we were chatting to him about the uh, prayer of Pope Francis this February, we were chatting to him about this prayer. Pope Francis calling us to be praying about the marginalized, the afflicted, the poor, refugees. And just that last point that Father Rampe made, I think it's really, really critical that for Pope Francis, prayer and action are the same, that that prayer will, will flow into action. It's a very Ignatian concept. Now we're going to have a bit of a music break. We're going to listen to Bless Our God by John Foley.